at Turtleback Golf Course. It is the Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Classic. The golfers are now heading to their carts. The celebrities have been introduced. The clouds are, uh, well, they're around. The wind is pretty strong, but uh, which makes the course challenging. But it's scrambleable and a few parts of blue skies, and it's supposed to clear up and be a beautiful day. So, uh, and for an incredible event here for the uh, 2022 Rice Lake Celebrity Charity Golf Classic. And uh, thanks to Tom Kozer and company for bringing us up here. Um, let's do this. Uh, let's get to uh, our good friend, uh, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larrabee, joining us uh, on the hotline. Wayne, how you doing, man? I am surprised you're not here, pal. Yeah, well, injury this year. I can't play. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, that snow skiing will get in the way of your golf game, won't it? Yeah, it does, especially a back injury. Um, yes. Uh, so, first of all, well, how are you doing? Let me ask you that. Uh, aside from that, I'm doing fine, you know, but uh, it's, <laughs> we're ready uh, to get to the off season here now that the OTAs are wrapping up this week. And uh, then it'll be about a, what, four, five, six week period before training camp gets underway. We'll really see what the Packers have. Uh, I was asked this the other day, so I'm going to ask you because you've got a lot more experience in it working with so many different franchises. With all the different franchises you've been through, the OTAs, the off-season workouts, the off-season mini camps, all that kind of stuff, what do you get out of it? What do you sense teams get out of that? Well, Bill, it's changed dramatically uh, and fairly recently, too, over the last four or five years with the new collective bargaining agreement and even before that, um, where the lack of contact in practice um, and, you know, in these OTAs, the regulations that are in place, um, you know, there's not a whole lot you can see uh, because, again, they're not – they're wearing helmets and then they're wearing basically, uh, you know, just a jersey and, and a pair of shorts. So uh, you don't get to see a lot of football stuff. But what you can see – and what I asked Matt LaFleur this the other day, you know, what, it, what can you evaluate out of this? And you can see how – people run you can see how receivers run routes they can see their hands you can see defensive backs and how they cover um you can't see much else than that aside from linebackers maybe and how they run in coverage but the rest of it bill if you're trying to make an evaluation of an offensive lineman or defensive lineman or a linebacker you really can't until the pads come on and they start hitting each other now that you've got a chance to see some of these guys up close and personal, I know that on paper, defensively speaking, you know, the Quay Walkers of the world and such, they look really good. Uh, what do you expect out of this defense? Now, we haven't seen a snap, and I get it, but what are you kind of expecting out of this defense this year? Well, I mean, you know, the bar has been set quite high uh, by people, and, and again, I'm in the process of doing a lot of my research, so I'm going through a lot of these ratings and magazines and that type of thing and and everybody seems to be stoked about the Packers defense and and you know with good reason they added to it in the offseason uh looks like they took care of a couple of holes that they had and the most importantly they retained the people they needed to Devondre Campbell Rasul Douglas they re-signed um Jair Alexander to a big contract that kind of thing so there's a lot of uh, hope that this is going to be a legitimate top 10 defense in all regards, and that would be the best defense they've had since the Super Bowl year 2010. Um, but, no, from what I've seen, Bill, and, and, again, you know, Quay Walker, what can you see about him? Well, he's a linebacker, but you can see the fact that he can cover ground. The kid can run. Now, you know, uh, Devontae Wyatt, very quiet. You know, you don't see a lot of him. He's a defensive lineman, so you're not going to get much out of these practices. But certainly uh, Christian Watson can run, and, and I'll tell you what, um, when you look out there on the practice field, 
and you watch these receivers. Samari Toure, for a seventh-round draft choice, uh, has a great deal of polish. And then Romeo Dubs, um, you know, at wide receiver, wearing number 87, familiar Jordy Nelson number. Uh, they both look really good in terms of catching the ball, running routes, getting behind people. Um, they, they look like they're going to be uh, factors this season. Wayne, one of the knocks on Christian Watson is the concentration, the fact that at times he does get a case of the drops. Is that one of those things that NFL guys feel they can correct? Yeah, you know, and again, uh, I'll go to this example. Uh, your hometown team, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, Jamar Chase, much higher draft choice um, than was Watson. And at the end of training camp last summer, the Bengals didn't know they could throw the football to the kid. Uh, he had the drops so bad in training camp. And he went on to have maybe the best rookie year of any receiver in, in the history of the game. So, uh, no, there is no question. He's got big hands. Uh, there's, there's no doubt he's a conscientious kid. And, you know, he's had a couple of drops, but they all drop the ball a little bit in practice. And, and we've seen a little bit of that in, in these OTA practices and minicamp. But the last two weeks, Bill, I, I did not see him drop a pass in the last couple of weeks of, of these OTAs and minicamps. So uh, he's got all the uh, gifts you look for in a great receiver, and I think he's going to be a very good one. Now, the thing about him we have to be patient with, physically he has not grown into his frame yet. Um, so, again, this rookie year, can he be handled at the line of scrimmage by the more physical defensive backs he's going to see on this level of football? That's something to keep an eye on. But I'll tell you what, he has all the ability in the world, and he's going to get his chances. There's no doubt about that. The guy that we don't talk a lot about, Sammy Watkins, I mean, he can't, He kind of sounds like a guy that he's on a mission to prove something. Uh, he wants to prove something with a quarterback of, of Aaron Rodgers' ilk because he believes he can get a lot of passes into a tight window and become a factor. Talk about a little bit about Sammy Watkins and, and kind of what he brings to the table because between Dubs and Watkins and Watson, they're going to have to catch about, you know, God, almost 120 passes, 130 passes between them and get to maybe almost 2,000 yards between those guys. Well, you know, last week in the minicamp where you had all the veterans and everybody in, in camp, um, Watkins stood out like a sore thumb. I mean, he was catching everything, Bill. Uh, I wrote down a note on my uh, uh, roster said professional pass catcher because that's exactly what he looked like. Ran great routes. Looks like he's in great shape. Um, you know, if he can stay healthy, and that's a big if. But if he stays healthy, Bill, he's going to have a nice year. There's no question about that. He stood out. And the other kid that jumped out at me was Amari Rogers. Um, much different look for this kid in his second year now. Uh, he physically looks leaner and stronger. Uh, he's You can tell by the way he's moving on the field. He has a lot more confidence. I think it's going to be interesting to watch him play. Uh, I think he is ready to take a, a big jump in his second year. Third-round draft choice, you know he has ability. You don't get drafted in the third round unless you have ability. Uh, can he put it all together? That's what we're looking forward to seeing. And it's uh, certainly the early signs are good. Talking with Wayne Larrabee, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, joining us here today on the hotline. Um, the offensive line, they have not come out and said, David Bakhtiari, no, he's great. He's fine. He's ready to go. You know, they haven't said that. How much do we read into he'll be ready, we expect him to be ready, and all that kind of stuff? Or do you still have just a little bit of trepidation that the, the big left tackle for the Green Bay Packers may or may not be ready for training camp? Well, it's funny because we in the media were talking about this the other day. Um, you know, when Matt LaFleur was asked about David Bakhtiari, he said, hopefully he'll be ready for training camp. And the word hopefully put a lot of trepidation into everybody's thought process. 
I, I get. I think they're just being conservative with him, and, and hopefully everything will be fine. But, again, until we see him on the field, till it goes through the uh, practices for a week or more, um, that knee responds. Uh, you just don't know, and, and you hope everything's going to be fine. And, and I think it will be, Bill. They, you know, he'll be 20 months out from uh, that surgery when we get to the regular season, and that's really what they're all pointing toward. But between now and then, uh, we haven't seen him in pads. We haven't seen him on the field since the Detroit game last year. The, the rookies, Sean Ryan and Zach Tom, both guys come with a lot of accolades. If, if let's just say, God forbid, David Bakhtiari can't go and Yash Nyman is going to be over there at the left tackle position, does Zach Tom, does he become the incumbent at the right tackle position, Wayne? Well, it'll be interesting. I think this Sean Ryan kid, um, you know, he projects as a guard at this level because he doesn't have the longest arms. But Bulaga didn't have the longest arms either, and he was a very capable uh, right tackle for many years. I think this kid can play guard or tackle. Ryan, uh, Sean Ryan, the kid out of UCLA, Bill, um, boy, what a powerful lower body. There is nobody with a better lower body than this guy in that offensive line. Uh, looks like he can anchor real well. I can't wait to see him in pads. Um, this is a guy that I think gives this line what they typically have, and that is players who can be very versatile. As far as Zach Tom, I haven't seen really much of anything in there. I mean, nothing bad, nothing. I haven't seen anything that jumps out at me. But, again, we're, we're trying to make a, uh, a prediction of what offensive linemen might be, and you can't tell in these OTAs of minicamp until they put pads on, until they start going through some of the physical drills, uh, pad on pad, you're not going to know about offensive linemen or linebackers or defensive linemen. What about the tight end position? You get the old wily veteran that is Mercedes Lewis, and he can he can block, he can move the sticks. He's not much of a pass catcher way downfield, but he's a guy that can pick you up a first down and kind of keep the drive alive. And then you've got the Swiss Army knife, Josiah DeGuari. You still have Dominic Daphne. What is that tight end position? What does that depth look like? Well, you know, it started uh, the night of the draft um, when Brian Gutekunst may have been after the draft. He said, you know, we think we have something in this Tyler Davis. Um, he'll be going into his third year out of Georgia Tech. Uh, didn't play a whole lot last year. Got on the field for some special teams. Has a lot of the same qualities, uh, including being a quarterback at his background, that Robert Tunyon has. Um, you know, to be honest with you, he, he does look like uh, kind of a knockoff of Robert Tunyon. He's looked very good in these drills, running routes, catching the ball, that kind of thing. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, they have something in this kid, but I know both uh, Gutekunst and LaFleur are looking forward to seeing this guy play this summer. The uh, when, Talking about Matt LaFleur, I, I was talking uh, actually with our friend Paul Allen up in uh, Minnesota, and he asked how the offense is going to look with the loss of Devontae Adams. The one thing I did notice is that uh, Matt LaFleur's talked a lot about schematics and certain things, and he's given us a little bit of an insight. But this year I think it's probably the most incumbent upon him, strategies, scheming, and Aaron Rodgers in execution because you just don't have that security blanket in Devontae Adams laying there anymore. Do you see it that way? Yeah, very much so. And I think that we're going to find out a lot about the kind of scheme um, that Matt LaFleur is looking to run. We're going to see maybe more of a – uh, basic Matt LaFleur type of scheme because, you know, as Aaron Rodgers has said, there are two different offenses. There's the Matt LaFleur offense, and then there's the offense that Rodgers runs during the game. So I think we're going to see a little bit more of the Matt LaFleur offense this year. We have to uh, to accommodate um, the losses that we've seen on that offense. And, you know, Bill, I think you'll see them spread the ball around more. 
Um, one of the things to keep an eye on are pressures. Uh, Rogers performed according to Pro Football Focus. He struggled under pressure last year, wasn't under pressure a lot. Why? Well, it wasn't necessarily the offensive line was dominant. They were not. They were good, but not dominant. Um, the, he, Rogers wasn't under pressure a whole lot because he had a receiver who could get open at the top of his route. I mean, like immediately. And that was Devontae Adams. So this year, he doesn't have Devontae. And therefore, I think you know, his pressure numbers is going to be very important for the Packers. And they want to stay out of pressure situations, which means they'll go to the quick hitting, shorter passing game. Certainly Watkins has had that ability in the past. I think uh, Christian Watson is a guy who can do that. Um, you know, uh, it, it looks to me like Romeo Don. I think you're going to see a lot of that. You also see the running backs involved in the passing game as receivers more. And they were involved quite a bit last year. But even more this year would be an emphasis on that. So uh, those are the things that I think they'll do to compensate for the loss of uh, Devontae Evans. Wayne, last question, and that is uh, the one thing that uh, we, we saw so weak uh, of the last uh, week that the Packers played, and that was the special teams. So how much better, just by the presence of Basaccia, do they get? Well, you know, I think that, that'll help. Uh, there's no doubt we've seen a difference uh, in that regard. But I think the other factor is uh, the players that will be committed to special teams. From what we've seen in some of the drills, especially last week, we're going to see more starters out there. We're going to see the commitment by the organization to uh, players on this roster, maybe on the roster solely because uh, they play special teams well. So good special teams requires that uh, the franchise itself, meaning uh, the personnel department, make a commitment in terms of personnel. Uh, you know, you, you kind of shorten your bench a little bit because you've got guys who may not be very good on offense or defense, but they're terrific special teams players, and you want them on the field when you're kicking. And so there's going to be some of that. I think you're going to see, you know, a couple of roster spots uh, where people get that kind of, uh, uh, you know, attention and where people are on the roster because they're really good special teams players. And that's where it really begins. Basaccia, he will do a great job with the X's and O's. There's no question about that and the motivation. Uh, but I think you're going to see starters, uh, more starters out there. And you're going to see guys who make this roster because they can play special teams. Wayne, pleasure as always, pal. Get uh, get healthy, feel better, and then get back out on the links. We'll see you soon, okay? All right. Take care, Bill. Give Tom right, buddy. my best. Absolutely, I will. There you go. Wayne Larrabee, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, joining us for a couple of minutes on the holiday. Yeah, Wayne, uh, Wayne went down in a skiing accident, uh, as a matter of fact. And I had kind of forgotten about that when I didn't see his name on the list here. And then when we get we got ready to go, to go to him via the interview, I realized I was like, that's right, he can't, he can't golf. Kind of, kind of torched himself up a little bit doing some skiing. So that's the reason Wayne is not here at the Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Outing. We are broadcasting live. We're at Turtleback. We are here in Rice Lake, and the, the golfers are now on the golf course, and everybody's getting ready to get underway. If they haven't gotten underway already, as a matter of fact, I know they have because I can see down one of the fairways where they're halfway through the fairway already. So the tournament's underway, and we're just kind of enjoying ourselves here in the 19th hole. Uh, stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hour number three of The Bill Michael Show getting underway. What was the guy's name that brought that? 
Kevin from Hoots? Gotta say hi to Kevin from Hoots. Holy God. Kevin dropped off a couple of pizzas from Hoots Bar and um, came by and said hello. And they've invited me over. Yeah, I got to stop over there. Maybe I'll go over there after I get off the air. And Ben, how many pounds of that jerky did he bring? Do you know? He brought 40 pounds of jerky for us, Ben. Oh, God. I'm on the wrong side of the state. 40 pounds. It's not like, you know, it's a small bag of Jack Link's. It's like a garbage bag full. And there's four of them. Holy crap. If I ate all that meat, my colon would revolt and leave me. And I would be hollow on the inside, and I would echo whenever I ate solid food. It, oh, my goodness. Thank you so much to everybody that uh, takes care of us up here with the guys from Hoots. Uh, and I, I am going to make it a point when I get off the air today and get out of here, after I pack up, before I come back for the dinner tonight, I might have to stop off over at Hoots and, and, and have a beer. I'm going to do that. Bill, is oh that that goodness. delicacy jerky? Because that stuff is good. Um, it, it is. Um, and, and he left me some Hoots on the water in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, uh, little chips that are for drinks, for a beverage. So I'm I'm happy about that. Uh, yeah, this is this is uh, Ben. I'll take a picture of it for you. I'll send it to you. I'll tweet it out because we'll, we'll put all this together. Uh, his name's Kevin from Hoots on the Lock, and uh, four bags of Jack Link's beef jerky. It's uh, four ten pound bags and a couple of small pizzas he dropped off. Oh my goodness! Can you send put all this? We're gonna put it all in chairs. Because it's like human beings, 10 pounds of jerky. I mean, like, you take one of those little Jack Lynx bags, it's like a half a pound. Then you got to put 10 pounds of that together. Oh, my goodness. Can you send an Uber along with that picture? <laughs> Not only an Uber, but I'm going to have to put put the beef jerky in the passenger seat with a seatbelt around it. <laughs> Otherwise, I get into trouble. Oh, my God. So thanks to the gang at Hoots for sending over the uh, 10 pounds of jerky. And for sending over the uh, the pizzas and the drink coat tokens. Oh, my goodness. Awesome Are stuff. we talking awesome. sizes? Are we talking like small felony, small misdemeanor, or like big scale oh, wow. drug trafficking size beef jerky? We're talking like if this was cocaine, I would be... 50 in, years? In federal pri- well, the sheriff is actually sitting right here next to me. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff is sitting right here. <laughs> He's like, all of a sudden I hear somebody yell, be careful, be careful. <laughs> like, no, if this was like bags of cocaine, I would be uh, Pablo Escobar type of type of stuff. That's that's how big this stuff is. Holy mackerel. <laughs> he yells, be careful. God, I forgot I got the sheriff sitting next to me. You got to wear a badge or something when you're walking around, man. You can't just be. He's, he's here as a, one of the volunteers for this. He's walking around in the uh, the the, uh, the polo shirts and the you know celebrity golf classic hats, and you got to have a badge under there or something like that. You know, scared the hell out of me. Well, can he traffic it down to Madison? Uh, well, maybe we can get a police escort to get it to you. That might be something worthy of it. But uh, yeah, yeah, take, I don't want to say traffic it. You know, <laughs> I don't want to say can we traffic it. Down to Madison. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna end up in jail before it's all said and done. But yeah, it's 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 big stuff. So we're gonna I'll, I'll get a picture of it during the next commercial break, and uh, and I'll send it down to you because it's it's crazy. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Going back to what uh, Wayne Larrabee had stated about Christian Watson, and I thought it was a poignant moment. 
if you listened to us a little bit earlier, we had Wayne on the program. I thought it was a poignant moment because Wayne had made the comparison um, a, a little bit. I had asked him the question about Christian Watson and the fact that Christian Watson has had, uh, comes with the reputation of dropping the football. Okay? And I, okay, that's fine. So, but in, in, in that statement, he said, well, hey, look, you know, there was a kid that just came into the league, teamed up with Joe Burrow, and I, look, going back to what Wayne said where Jamar Chase, they didn't want to throw him the football. I mean, he looked awful in training camp. And I remember uh, uh, the guy that we've had on this program before, Mo Egger. Mo Egger said, look, and I was reading Mo's blog at the time. They said, hey, look, Jamar Chase can't catch a football. He's got all the wheels in the world. He can outrun people. He can run an incredible route. He's on the same page with Joe Burrow. He knows where the ball's going, but the kid can't catch. He can't catch. And then something clicked. Something happened, and he began to catch the football. Christian Watson comes with that reputation. And if Christian Watson eventually grows into his body, into his frame, and has his ability, can do, do guys that drop the football scare teams away, or do teams look at guys who drop the football and say, you know what, as long as they got the ability, we can fix the drops as long as they have the ability. Here's that discussion with Wayne Larrabee. Yeah, you know, and again, uh, I'll go to this example. Uh, your hometown team, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, Jamar Chase, much higher draft choice um, than was Watson. And at the end of training camp last summer, the Bengals didn't know they could throw the football to the kid. Uh, he had the drops so bad in training camp. And he went on to have maybe the best rookie year of any receiver in, in the history of the game. So, uh, no, there is no question. He's got big hands. Uh, there's, there's no doubt he's a conscientious kid. And, you know, he's had a couple of drops, but they all drop the ball a little bit in practice. And, and we've seen a little bit of that in, in these OTA practices at minicamp. But the last two weeks, Bill, I, I did not see him drop a pass in the last couple of weeks of, of these OTAs and minicamps. So uh, he's got all the uh, gifts you look for in a great receiver, and I think he's going to be a very good one. Now, the thing about him we have to be patient with, physically he has not grown into his frame yet. Um, so, again, this rookie year, can he be handled at the line of scrimmage by the more physical defensive backs he's going to see on this level of football? That's something to keep an eye on. But I'll tell you what, he has all the ability in the world, and he's going to get his chances. There's no doubt about that. There you go. Wayne Larrabee talking about Christian Watson and what he could develop into. Um, they believe, as far as the drops go, yeah, you can fix that. They believe he's got the talent, and he's got because I'm getting questions about this. So this is the reason I brought it up. They, he's got the talent. Yes, Adam, Ben, Jerry, all asking. John, all asking about Christian Watson. Uh, when you say grow into his frame, basically it is he's got a big plate. He's got a big skeletal ability. And when you grow into your frame, it's when you hit the strength and conditioning room. And they begin to put some bulk on you, and they work with you on your your torso. They work with you on your core. They work with you on your twists and on your speed and on your agility. And they, all the things you worked on in college, but now it's like on steroids. It's ramped up. And and you have to grow into that frame. You start to get the, the muscle. 
You get the arms, you get the forearms, you get the legs. Things begin to get get bigger and thicker, and you then you have to keep that speed and agility on top of that. That's what he's talking about in the ability for Christian Watson to, quote, grow into his frame. So going back to John and Jerry and, and company, um, when you ask about that, does he have the ability to be to catch catching the football? Obviously, is your primary concern, but if you have the drops, that usually becomes a concentration issue more so than a hand-eye coordination issue. Okay, if you follow me so far, what you have to be able to do is manage the mental while produce the physical. And I don't know what kind of a, a wide receiver Christian Watson is going to be, but there were a lot of people that believed he could be a first-round draft choice. He had all the raw skills. He had all the raw ability. He was the guy that many looked at and said, you know what, out of a lot of these receivers, he's got a really, really, really big upside. And the Packers liked him and obviously grabbed him in the second round. And um, he, who knows, he may turn out to be the steal of the draft before it's all said. I mean, you know, knock on wood, hopefully it does. I'm not saying it will, but... Hopefully it does, and and he could uh, he could end up being a real asset for the Green Bay Packers. Now, but the last the other two side, weeks, Bill, I, I did not see him drop a pass. There you go. The other that's Wayne Larry. the The other side of this, as Tyler asks, Christian Watson, that's great if he grows into his body and he's able to catch the football. But will he be trusted enough to have the ball thrown to him numerous times by Aaron Rodgers? Tyler, that is the million dollar question. That is the you know twenty million thirty million dollar question is does he then absorb enough of the offense? Is he enough to be right place right time and not to drop the football because you can be right place right time all the time. you can be right there, you can be the guy that creates, you can be the guy that has a window, you can be the guy that Aaron Rodgers can say, "I can lay the ball on a string to this guy." But if you have a couple of key drops, we all know, you and I both know, quarterback's not going back to him. It just doesn't happen that way. Not in Green Bay, it doesn't. So um, all of that, we're going we're gonna to find out. We're going to find out. Uh, now, Cheddarball says we'll give Watson a, a year or two to put it all together. You don't have that kind of time. You don't have that t- kind of time. Um, you know, the difference is obviously pedigree. You're right, playing at LSU for Jamar Chase versus North Dakota State for Christian Watson. But you don't have that kind of time. You don't have two years. You got a year. You got about six games, six games into the season to get it right. That's what you have. Um, Because, you know, let's just say that this is the final season for Aaron Rodgers, and it quite possibly could be. Well, you don't have two years. He, you don't want him to be a great, a great wideout in year three. If Rodgers is only here this year or next, this has to be put together now. You, this is the reason there is this level of urgency, at least on behalf of, I would assume, management, staff, other players in Green Bay, fans, media. We know what's coming. You can see the light. It, 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 there was no light at the end of that tunnel for a long, 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 long time. Now, no, not only is there light, but it's barreling down the tracks. It's it's approaching faster than you want to believe. I, that's why you got to get it right now. 
That's why you got to get it right now. Uh, Rich says uh, we're going to see if Kansas City can fix MVS because he had drops as well. He did. He didn't drop as many at the end of the season, though. He didn't drop as many at the end of the season. He wasn't a drop machine. Um, Marquez Valdez scaling as the season went on. Now, granted, he was coming off of injury, but he was not the drop machine that many were making him out to be. Um, and, and Rich, uh, I, I would agree with you. I would say that I, I like, I like Romeo dubs. I've said all along, I thought he may end up being better, the better wide receiver this year. He may have more of an impact this year for two reasons. One, Christian Watson's under a ton of pressure. He's, he's got a lot of pressure to produce and produce right now. You're a high draft choice. You were the, the first wide receiver taken by the Green Bay Packers. So, and you know what you're, as the guy that gets drafted, you know what you're there for. Not only to catch the football, but you are there to replace in some way, shape, or form Devontae Adams. One of the best, considered one of the best, not only wide receivers in football, but one of the best players in football. That's that's a heavy burden. Meanwhile, Romeo Dubs, he, he's just kind of there. He's hanging out. He's not, he doesn't have all the eyes on him. He's not looked at as the heir apparent. He's not looked at as the guy that is there to replace Devontae Adams in any way, shape, or form. He's looked at as a guy that if he pans out, if he has hands, if he has some catches, if he gets some yards, then that's a bonus. That's a plus. That's what he's being looked at. So he doesn't have that same level of pressure. 877-867-1670. Got some guys from Gator Garb. Gator Garb is uh, the one of the sponsors here. And I don't even know what the hell they do. So we're going to try to grab one of the guys from Gator Garb. I've got to find out what they do. Maybe we'll just have a, a BS here on the uh, on the air coming up here in just a little bit. We can grab one of those guys over here. They dropped off some hats and mugs and all that kind of stuff. And um, got to, you know, I didn't get the guys from Hoots over here, but uh, we'll see if we can't get the guys from Gator Garb over here to come over by, come by and say hello over to the table for a little bit as well. Hey, our, our buddy Joey Albanese over at Albanese's Roadhouse uh, got a lot going on there. And uh, last night, big night. They had. They didn't get washed out, by the way, when it came to the rains and the uh, storms. They had a big night at the bocce ball tournaments. So if you're looking to get involved and want to play a little bocce ball, you and your friends, that's Albanese's Roadhouse right there on Blue Mountain Road in Waukesha next to Menards across the street from Home Depot or uh, just for good Italian food. If you're on the west side of town, west side of Milwaukee, great place to go, just a, a very homestyle place to go. And they also have Dominic Sports Bar right next to it. You can go in there and shoot a little pool. You can have a couple of beverages, a little bit of food, all kinds of good stuff. Over there at Albanese's Roadhouse. Stop in and tell Joey we said hi. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.